0: Hey everyone, welcome to the first edition of the Kelsey Sells PDX podcast. I've been thinking about doing this for a little while and I'm excited to finally be sharing it. So after 16 years as a realtor, I have a ton of experience and a lot of transactions throughout the city, so I thought it would might be nice for you guys to uh, hear a little bit about them. So here with me today is a colleague, Broker Joe, Joe Kennedy who is a newer real estate agent, but absolutely putting a footprint in the market. You are rocking it, I'm super excited for you, very proud. Uh, As both local Oregonians and um, full-time agents, we're committed to providing our clients, both of us, I think, are definitely committed to providing a fantastic experience and since we're at different points in our career, I thought we would provide a unique perspective and be able to really share some good experiences for all of our uh, clients out there. So welcome, Joe. Tell wow, me a little great, bit. Wow,
1: great introduction, Kelsey. I really appreciate that coming from you because Kelsey is like a rock star and, you know, she's, you said 16 years you've been in this 16 business. 16 years, yeah. And Thank you, Joe. I've been in this business not quite two years and first year was tough. It was a struggle, but... Um, but uh, business has definitely picked up especially since the new year so but I uh, really appreciate those words and well you're
0: committed and that's what makes di- makes a difference you're yeah, full time committed and
1: it, it definitely is a full time job and um, you know there's days where you're like what am i doing here what do i need to be doing and then um, there's days where you're just swamped and nights and weekends where you're swamped and um, it's a good feeling though. good it's well a i'm very feeling. happy
0: for you now go back you're uh, portland natives like like i am so tell me a little bit about I, how I am now that brought you to real estate so
1: yeah so you know i'm i'm from portland i grew up here went to high school um you know my, only only the four years that i was in college i went to gonzaga and up in spokane go zags anyways oh, oh, oh sorry yeah let's Bear not down. talk about that um anyways uh yeah so i spent four years up there and then came back i've been here my uh rest of my life and uh you know i i t- was actually a teacher in the area for 15 years a middle school teacher
0: well thank you for that a lot of well, good kids out there probably you know because of your education
1: yeah 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 uh, it's fun to see them uh, and i see now even uh you know adults that i taught when they were just just 13, 14, even 12 years old so it's pretty cool. How fun but uh, you know a couple years ago I just wanted a new challenge. I love teaching, but it was kind of time to move on and and uh, and uh, you know I saw the opportunity in real estate growing up here in Portland, I really saw the opportunity and you know we're obviously the market has its ups and downs, but Portland's um, a rock solid housing market and yeah, economy and people want to move here. Right. So.
0: Yeah. In fact, I just saw a stat the other day that 500 new people over the next five years will be moving to Portland. We're still a really great city, easily the uh, cheapest on the West Coast, which really makes it a unique place for people to want to live. We've got three or four dis- distinct seasons and um, a lot of things to offer here.
1: Yeah, but, and Portland's changed uh, a ton. I mean, we've we've seen that. I know you have growing. Mm-hmm. Growing up here, um, you know, you used to just hop on Highway 26 right at 217 and um, get downtown no problem. There was tr- so traffic has um, you know become a little bit more of an issue, but um, but still compared to all the other metropolitan areas, especially along the West Coast, it's it's a livable, highly livable city. Very and um, and it's growing. I right. I heard uh, a stat that Portland has the third most amount of cranes that are building buildings cranes right um in the United States for any metro area right so, and next
0: to I believe Seattle's number one so is it really yeah but you know Portland is definitely right up there I think you know we've got the Seattle has the room to have that many cranes and I think uh, if you compare it probably per capita we're probably actually higher. yeah so, and d- I know down
1: growth. I know up in Seattle down on Lake Union that that whole area is just nuts it's like it's like whoa! This doesn't, you know. I only go there every so often, so right. it's just amazing going up there. Like wow! So Portland is still much right. smaller. Like, oh, well, we've the got size. Intel
0: still ha- bringing in a ton of jobs. Nike. We've got a lot of big companies, so it's it's good jobs moving here. It's, yep,
1: people like to live in, in Portland. It's a great spot.
0: They definitely do. What's your favorite spot in Portland?
1: My favorite spot. Where'd you you, grow up? You know, I grew up, it's kind of interesting, right before my parents had me and they already had four kids, they said, let's go out to the country, grow some peaches and, you know. All uh, right. (laughs) I like it. And uh, so I actually grew up out in the country behind Rock Creek Community College, PCC, and you won't even find my house anymore because it's just suburbs just built, built out. Got it. Um, anyways, uh, I've spent in my adult life. I've spent, um, a couple years on the East side. My first house I bought on, um, 15th and Fremont, um, in Northeast. And then, uh, we moved, you know, my wife and I, we moved back to, uh, Southwest Portland where we live now, um, in the Multnomah village Mm -hmm. garden home area, which we, we just love. It's a great place. Right. Great place and uh, good
0: for you. It looks like you uh, started the American dream early, started the investment early. So good for you. Y- you, you know you that was one
1: of the wisest things ever. Um, was and to who listen. Who gave you that advice? My parents.
0: Good. Good.
1: Love you, mom and dad. But <laughs> my parents and uh, also my wife's parents. Were once we had a job for about a year, both of us. They were like, "Okay, it's time to buy a house." Good for you. You know,
0: absolutely. Um,
1: do we want to be that, now you yep. uh,
0: you said you see some of your. Client or some of the people that you used to uh, teach—they're now adults, probably millennials. I would guess you're probably going to start uh, telling them to do the same thing. Eventually, right?
1: Eventually, probably. Um, you know, the the when I, my last five years that I taught, I was, it was was in the Multnomah Village area, in, um, mm-hmm. Robert Gray Middle School. Um, so I see kids over there, but I mean, they're they're in they're in college now or doing yeah. whatever, but. Well, yeah, but I mean, ev- once they're out, they'll be ready. Eventually, it, there's going to be, I guess, millennials are the largest cohort of buyers right. um, coming up. They haven't really bought yet. In fact, I think they're numbered, they're the biggest co- cohort behind the baby boomers. Right. So
0: I think they're getting ready. I think they're definitely a, a solid market. And I think um, both of us can help provide for them any anyway anytime
1: oh yeah would love to I just helped I just helped uh, a couple weeks ago someone first-time first-time homebuyers close on a house and there's And it I love working with first-time yeah. homebuyers they're so appreciative um, there's so much to learn I mean I know um, I was there not that long ago there's just so much to learn and and your realtor can you know just help guide you through that process yeah, you know absolutely. What, what is escrow what is title oh I need this I need that um,
0: yeah. We, I mean, we really do. We, you know, we in a way hold their hand and, you know, whether that's first time home buyer or not. But, you know, we hold their hand through a transaction. There's even if it's their second, third home, sometimes there's things that it's been a while. They, yeah. they don't remember. It's something that we do every day, but it seems foreign to them. And so we really help them. And I think uh, first-time homebuyers are a really good lesson. I love working with them. It's a good way to remind myself all of the little things of a transaction and, you know, not take for granted all the things that I remember and do just so second nature now.
1: Yep. There's there's a lot of moving parts. And then you know, uh, first-time home buyers, it would—it's easy to not think about some of the 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 biggest, um, the most important parts of a house. You know, first, let's look at the foundation. Let's look at the roof. Let's look at the siding, the windows. Um, you know, paint colors and those things. Those are those are those are things fun, you can change. It's is fun. The house gonna stand. <laughs> but we, we yeah, and, and uh, you know, as realtors, we're in houses day in day out, many houses, and we know what to look for. Right. Absolutely. Um, and in that way, we are protecting. Um, Protecting the consumer or right. our, our clients 1st first 1st first-time home buyers or any client
0: right now How good does it feel when you close with a first-time home buyer and they are just ecstatic doesn't the, that just feel like you have? Oh my gosh given them the best gift they could ever have it's
1: awesome and they are super ecstatic and honestly, I love checking in with them, like after a week, after two weeks, after three weeks, because I just—it's—it's kind of sad, actually. You're done, and you're like, oh, I'm yeah. not talking to them almost daily like I was for thirty days or so. Exactly. Yeah. So, in fact, well,
0: speaking of that, that's yep. a really good thing that you obviously already know how to make sure you're following up with your clients and and keeping them in the loop for what you're doing from here on out, because that builds, you know, your next client potentially referral or makes them want to come back to you.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I ask people like Kelsey um, for their um, little dimes of how to how to do business right. And, yeah, it's uh, a, you so, know, it's a
0: really a relationship business. Yep. There's a lot of agents out there that probably don't do the same thing, but I, you know, I personally feel like it's a relationship business. People choose me because they like me. They choose Broker Joe because they like you and they trust you. And as long as you do a great job, then they're going to refer you to their friends, their family, and then you get their next sale for sure. And that's what really is the biggest compliment. That's what makes me want to go out there and work harder and do a good job so that they refer me so that it just continues.
1: Exactly. And in fact, I just looked at my little bio and and um, I looked down and my first major point of what are you going to get when working with Joe Kennedy, Broker Joe, is a relationship based on communication. And that's such a big huge part of any relationship is you have to communicate and I've heard over and over that's the number one issue people have with their realtor is they're I haven't heard from them Um, so they're they're not communicating or communicating effectively right so
0: um, I think one compliment I've been given throughout the years is you know I obviously work with several agents or several several Clients at a time, mm-hmm. as do you. Um, but when I'm working with somebody, they don't ever feel like I'm wor- that I'm when I'm working with somebody, they feel like I'm their only client Mm -hmm. that because I am so great at communication and I keep them in the loop and they don't ever not hear from me for even a few hours because that's our job. Our job is to make them feel secure Mm -hmm. because this is a big, this is a big transaction. And so I think it's important. Communication is definitely number one.
1: Yeah. Another thing I take pride in and I know, um, I know you do as well I mean when you're when you're calling Kelsey um, Williams or texting or emailing her you're gonna hear back from Kelsey and you're gonna hear it hear back from her timely and it's gonna be her so right. um, yeah, that's there's and in, in definitely doing real estate on a team is one way to do it and it, it can be effective but uh, um, since since we're in we're in a relationship business um, you know working mm-hmm. directly with w- one person um, throughout the whole transaction and experience is something i would look for in my own realtor so
0: yeah that's certainly um, paramount i mean i have my really fantastic people that are part of my team that mm-hmm. you know help with the paperwork and the transactional stuff and marketing but when you hire kelsey Sells pdx you get me i mean it's yeah. a brand it's a name and we have the support the support team in place but i'm the face person i'm yeah. the front person and i want to be there and that's and that's the best part is you when you hire me you get me exactly and I like that and it, that's that's it, how i know you're growing your
1: business exactly and I, i've there's some models out there where there's really a division of labor where someone might show up at the house and show you the house someone might be um writing up all the paperwork and someone else might be the one picking up the phone calls but Whether it's you,
0: right? uh, There's certainly been a trend in that making uh, real estate, you know, taking the the personalism out of real estate. And there's some companies out there, and I'm sure they're doing they're having some success. But I think that you know the the way we're building ourselves and the business that we're creating, you know, we get the clientele that we're that we're looking for. Yeah, it's just a different model, and
1: it's just a different model and a different way of doing business, but. Um, yeah, the relationship, business, and uh, working one one on one directly with the the person you've hired. Yeah. That's, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, how has it felt from being a teacher and going full force into real estate? Have you have there been learning curves? Have there been?
1: Oh, there's learning. There there's a tremendous amount of um, learning curves and. Um, and you're learning every day. I do not believe in being stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, in teaching, a big buzzword at least a couple years ago was you know being a lifelong learner. You're always learning, and I, I really do believe that. Um, every transaction I've gone through already, I've, I've learned uh, so much, and there's always going to be new issues that come up. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's when when I tap on people that are experienced, whether it's you or my managing principal broker. I say, hey, I got a new one here. What do you think about this? How do I deal with this? And, and uh, you know, I even tell my clients, you know, I, you know, if I don't know something, I'll be like, you know, I'm not sure about this. I'm going to ask people that are experienced and get back to you. Um, I found my clients really appreciate that because they don't want to be fed the wrong answer, the wrong information sure. um, that could end up putting them in jeopardy in the long run. So absolutely, um, being able to advocate for your clients, that's really what I'm talking about.
0: Right. And as a Portland native, it's, you know, we really have to know the neighborhood. So that really helped you in able to just dive right in versus you know had you come from another state and been a teacher in Oh, yeah
1: Live, yeah and I, you know I I always say I lived on the east side I've lived on the west side I've worked on both sides and you know it, it Portland's a big place um 2.2 million people it's a it's a big place you can't know every little niche and neighborhood but um As far as navigating overall the areas of the Portland metro area, you know, just very confident.
0: Definitely. Yep. As as I know you are. What's your favorite part about being an agent?
1: My favorite part about being an agent. Oh, geez. Uh, Everybody's like, you love the flexibility, right? And yeah, of course, the flexibility is great. Um, Favorite, uh, you know, I really, I'm a very personal, personable person. I really like working... Um, with people directly and and in a small environment I'm not um, I don't like working with mass amounts of people Um, I like being personable intimate with you know one client or you know two people at a time and um, I enjoy that and building that relationship which we t- already talked about
0: right definitely yeah it you know it can certainly be tricky every transaction is completely different every client is different and you really have to know how to navigate through each of those you know ev- some people like to be text some people like to be called and communication like we said earlier is is definitely key but we also have to shift sometimes based on each client and what the transaction might need or um, or offer
1: most most definitely you're you're catering to the needs of your clients and um that that's a good point um whether it's texting i mean it's been
0: in my 16 year career we've had two probably runs of time where if a house came on the market and you didn't see it that day you'd miss out and so you certainly have to be on your phone all the time so i think that's where the full-time thing really comes in and that we are you know we are we work for our clients. We're in service to them and if, if a house pops up and they need to see it today, we're gonna make it happen because mm-hmm. that's what that's what really it means to be, you know, that, that customer service agent that I know we both are. Now recently we've seen interest rates go down quite a bit. So where are you seeing market with your clients? You know,
1: and- you know, the interest rates, they've right now they're hovering around four and a quarter. Mm-hmm. And um, I mentioned since the new year, um, It was really interesting January and February the buyers just came out in full force Um, it was a really active beginning Um, I had like five or six transactions in those um, two months Um, March slowed down a bit and I think um, it slowed down a bit because the fed the feds basically said hey we're gonna keep interest rates probably at about this low for the rest of the year so right
0: it makes buyers um, feel good that they don't have to be in a frenzy be in a and, rush you know we're really in a healthy market and it's yep. it's nice to have time for our clients to make thoughtful decisions mm-hmm. and to really find the right house inventory is still incredibly low and it is. so it certainly is a time for sellers to put their homes on the market but there's also other uh, other competition, so i think it's just one of those healthy markets where everyone is going to win. And I think that's when everybody feels the best in that kind of a
1: market. Yep. Yep. For buyers, they're purchasing power right now with the interest rates being lower. And with the fact that homes didn't appreciate um, in the double digits like they were um, since 2012, 2013. Um, last year, homes only appreciated um, less than 5%, 5% mm-hmm. or less. So it that- It
0: feels like everyone can just take a breath
1: a yeah, nice breath and that gives and, you a lot yeah. of purchasing power as a buyer and um flip side as the seller um you know you're going to sell your house and guess what you're going to be doing you're going to be buying a house so right. that's that's where the equilibrium um the equal market um really um comes in right to play Absolutely.
0: there so do you have any questions for me
1: man um Let's see what. So okay, so I mentioned Portland's changed a lot. What what have you seen in, in Portland, Lake Oswego? What do you, What are some of the changes uh, you've seen? Certainly,
0: um, you know the mention of the cranes. I mean, when I first was in uh real estate we the pearl district still wasn't quite the pearl district i mean we certainly did have a few buildings go up but the amount that have gone up now is just substantial what and about south Waterfront? Southwa- water i was just gonna go there south waterfront <laughs> didn't even exist i remember yeah. when i was a little girl and we used to go underneath the 205 bridge and, or the four o five bridge, and that was where you would recycle because we were yeah. new, and you know Portland is very um, earth friendly, which is yes. fantastic. It's a great place to uh, to live and to raise family. And um, earth friendly. Speaking of Earth Day on Monday, um, but we used to recycle back in the day, and we would have to go underneath and do the recycling underneath there, and that oh, that is all now buildings and restaurants and. I don't remember that. Locations. I did
1: recycle, but I did. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, but yeah. I remember just like even ten years ago, there was a big giant tent for Cirque du Soleil. Oh right, yes. right where the south waterfront is. Front
0: is. Isn't that was that like crazy. ten years ago, right? That was yeah. Right.
1: I don't think they big can get changes. that tent in the, anymore.
0: Big changes. A lot in Lake Oswego. They have the new Windward, which is a big building, and we've got a lot coming here as well. Both of us are located our yeah. office at least in Lake Oswego. We both do you know a decent amount in this area and Portland Metro, of course. Um, but yeah. Big changes, you know. Yeah. In the east side, there was there are some fantastic new trendy locations, that neighborhoods. neighborhoods, Mississippi, Mississippi, lot different, division. Yep. I mean these these places are walkable and they are the hot
1: spot. Yeah, when I was uh, like in the late nineties, like Hawthorne, yeah, was the hot spot, and then right. and then after Hawthorne, it was like let's go hang out uh, Belmont on Belmont. Right. So it's interesting how it's kind of street by street it's right. progressed, but in the- Clinton those those, those places are still great. Those right. areas are still great as well.
0: Yeah, it's really neat to see how diverse Portland has become, and just what a great city for people to come to because it is—it's like a little secret. It's a big city. You've got the big city amenities. PDX Airport is still by far like one of the most top-rated um, airports in the country for friendliness and and just you know total experience there. Um, but we're still a small town. You still have a little bit of the small town feel, but you have a, a big city. And, it, yep. and it's really fun to see it grow. Um, speaking of Portland, how about those Blazers?
1: Blazers are red hot and rolling. I'm just loving the Blazers. I was a little worried uh, yeah. after the first quarter of the second game versus OKC. But then things uh, right. ended up uh, playing out to our advantage. Right. I was Lillard a little concerned like when we beat the Kings, superstar. and
0: that made us so we actually had to play OKC, yeah. which was kind of a concern. It would have been better if we'd lost that game. But either yeah, way... I don't know. we Off to two fantastic games. Not even just like yes. they won. They crushed I know. Them. It was
1: impressive. I'm loving this. I'm a huge Blazer fan. And... Um... You know, it's been a while. I it's mean, I know we while. beat the Clippers in a series a couple years ago when when Chris Paul, in fact, I was at that game nice. um, where Chris Paul got hurt. And, oh. and uh, I was like, where, when you're at a game, you don't understand what, right? because you don't have the commentator saying, hey, by the way, uh, Chris Paul's out for this game. Right. Anyways, it's been a while since we've uh, yeah. won a series here.
0: Oh, yeah. Back to the Clyde Drexler days.
1: Yeah. So that was when
0: we were really good. Okay,
1: that's going that's, that's going, going back. Way back. Yeah, Terry Porter. Bust a bucket. Who yeah, bingo bango bongo baby. Bingo bingo
0: bango. Yeah. Bongo. I used
1: to say that to my students when uh basically you get you do it like, you know, working through a math problem. You just do it like this. Bingo bingo bongo baby. That they love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kelsey really appreciate the invitation to do this podcast. Joe, thank you this, so much for coming. This, this has was been an absolute really fun, delight. great. Let's do this again and uh, also want to give props to uh, Alex Moore for uh, putting all the equipment Alex, out there. Alex, thank you.
0: He's our marketing guy. Yes. He is fantastic.
1: And uh Anyways, go Blazers! And, go Blazers! And, thank uh, you for
0: not going too far into the zags, since I'm an Arizona Wildcat. Yeah,
1: yeah I didn't. I knew that was a sensitive subject. <laughs> a little
0: bit a sensitive subject. That's I, do, okay. I do
1: wish uh, Arizona would get their act together, though, and uh, um, you know, compete again with yeah, Gonzaga. Kinda, but but, but it'll happen. It'll happen again. It'll
0: happen. Well, thank <laughs> you, everyone. Thank you to all of our followers on the Kelsey Sells PDX podcast. We could not have had more fun today, and we appreciate you following us and listening. And we will see you, uh, hear you next time.